What's the haps, coconut heads? Welcome to our podcast, where we talk story about culture, creativity, self-care, and our quirky obsessions. Informing, empowering, and entertaining with humor. You're welcome. I'm your host, Jade Fox. And I'm G Supreme. Sit back, unwind, and join us in our conversation. Welcome to Coconut Connection, the podcast. I'm your host, G. Hello, everybody. It's Jade. All righty. So um, this week, uh, my husband and I celebrated our 14th wedding anniversary <gasps> this week. Congratulations. Yeah. And um, I was really looking forward to it. I mean, normally I look forward to it, but it was like the weirdest thing. For the first time, I had to look up when I got married because I was like, (laughs) I forgot when it was. I had a total blank. Like, I was like, is it the sixth or the seventh? It's been so many years now. I had to look it up in the calendar. I was like, when when did I? Well, how about last year? When did I? Because Johnny and Johnny's like, remember, it's one plus six equals seven. Like January 6, 2007. But I'm like, I was thinking one plus seven is eight. <laughs> seven. So that works the other way too. <laughs> like, January 7th, 2008. But I guess if you remember the year you yeah. got married. So um, <laughs> this is what I learned. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story first and then I'll tell you what I learned okay. um, this year about the wedding. So I, in my old age, I tend to like get excited about things and then I get let down, you know? Um, you know, like get excited about my birthday, and then it's not exactly what I thought it was gonna be yeah. like, you know. Uh, and and Johnny's the type of person that just he goes with the flow. He's very yeah. present, mindful. Like everything is great to him. He is. and I wish I was yeah. like that, which I am. I am. I'm putting my attention out that I'm being more like that, being just Good. in the moment. But so I had planned. I put in my planner like what we were gonna do. Like what my dream was, I guess I want to get, okay. sushi. I want, I mean, I want to get sushi because we it's not something we get every day. And it's like, that's something that I can all splurge about. So uh, we're going to have sushi. Um, I'm going to do art that day, which is like every day. But, you know, I made sure that I was put that there. And yeah. then I was like, we're going to go and see Christmas lights. So um, and and on our our wedding anniversary is on the last day of Christmas. So yeah. the Three Kings is that's what I should have remembered. Like, that's how I should remember my wedding anniversary today and this forward. Like, it's on Three Kings. It's the last yeah. days of Christmas. However, I still have Christmas decorations up, damn it. But anyway, yeah. um, so I plan to go to Irwin, or Irwindale uh, Speedway. They have Christmas lights and Ooh. you drive through it. No, are you serious? I yes. Oh, and so I was like, so this... So we had, oh my God, such a great time. Like, and remember, that's one of my bucket list things, right? Yes. And we did it. But this time we really intentionally like, this is where we're going to go. We're going to drive through this thing. So we stopped by Starbucks, drive through, got hot cocoa, picked up a cookie there. And then we went because Arwindel is right there. And um, it wasn't as crowded um, because it was on the last day, obviously, because then obviously, you know, the Christmas holiday has passed. But it was beautiful. Like oh, it was the they had music. You could, you could listen to it in your car. Um, well, actually, you're supposed to listen to it in your car, but they have it outside. So it's kind of like synchronized outside. 
and you just they have different themes oh, and pretty. it was cold and we were really the only people there wow. so uh, we put so down all the win- to yourself i put yeah, down the windows yeah. and took videos just to remember the moment and and it was it was a uh, 30 minutes of a drive through so wow. if you can imagine people there it'd probably be like a 45 minute drive because you're supposed to literally be like two That's two miles nice per hour setup for 30 minutes i mean they most of them are good, like five ten minutes yeah they did a good job um mm. yeah that was just us and we could have probably sped through it but of course we went really slow and and so this is what i learned um because the next day johnny's like i had a really good time yesterday like i had a good anniversary and i was like because i planned it <laughs> <laughs> of course i have to take all the credit for it yeah but uh <laughs> In true typical G fashion, I'm like, because I set it up. But that is that was the, the lesson. You don't expect okay. the guy that doesn't plan anything to plan something. I you like expect, it. You expect the planner to plan things. And if you want to plan your expectation around something, then you have to set it up. So I was like, he goes, we should do that every year. And I'm like, well, if they have it, the only reason why they yeah. had that this year was because of the pandemic. But he's like, but that's really like, I think we should make it a tradition now. And I'm like, oh, so that's what isn't, I learned. Isn't that interesting, though, when you're married? It seems like acceptance is the thing that because like there are things that I have to accept with my husband that he's not gonna maybe once in a great while he'll remember how to load the dishwasher just right. Right. And there's no point in me and getting upset every time. Like, right. If I just accept he tried his best and I can just go in and. And the, things, I want. the things that we matter to us doesn't matter to them. And yeah. it's not like it's not like earth shattering. Yes. So, for example, yes, every day. And I, I will kid you not. If I walk over to the to the kitchen right now, this is what's going to happen. I, um, The paper towel, the way okay. the paper towels face, you know, if you put it in the paper towel holder and there's this yes. like, thing that helps you tear it off. So this is how this is our little tangle that we do with the paper towel. I told Johnny this. I'm like, dude, do you realize that the paper towel goes this way? And he's like, really? And I go, yeah, because every day I turn it back to what it because I was thinking maybe he just thinks it belongs like that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, OK, like <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like I had to sit him down and like today you're going to learn how to put the paper towel correctly. <laughs> Like the way I tell him about the toilet paper, yeah, should yeah. be always coming out this way, and yes. he's like he he does it the other way, and I'm like, so and again, these are things that are not deal breakers, but yes. it's just annoying. But I was now I kind of try to just chuckle about the whole paper towel thing because yeah. the toilet paper thing, I I just have to let that go. But yeah. the paper towel thing, I just laugh because I'm like, this is what we do. This is our little dance that we do. <laughs> he does it the other way, and I just turn it back on the other way, and. Check. And the thing that's funny when I was trying to explain to him about the paper towel and he literally was like, <laughs> OK, <laughs> because you can tear it any way you want. Like it'll tear. It's just but I'm like, but it's made this way to help you tear it. <laughs> but he's like, OK, I don't need that to tear it. But all right. He do, he's just like, but. Still doesn't do it. It's, but it's again, acceptance. that's a, that's not a that's not a that's not a deal breaker it's in a not. marriage. But I love that you've accepted that if you you know that you're I okay with to. if I plan it, I, you know you're gonna have a good time. He's gonna have a good time, and your right. he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a good yeah. time no matter what. Like yeah. it's me that has the expectation. It's the same thing with gifts, right? 
I love giving gifts, like figuring out what to get somebody if I can get them it, you know, and I like being surprised or I like, oh, yeah, you know, me too. And, and, um, Johnny is not, that's not his love language, right? His yeah. love language is yeah. service. So he always will ask me like, what do I want for my birthday? What do I want for Christmas? And, you know, generally like, I'm like nothing because like yeah. we're adults, like you don't have to get me anything. And we've been get together almost for 25 years. So that's amazing. I'm just like. Uh, but I realize why now that he does that, because then when it comes to my birthday or it comes Christmas there, you, you can call it like three, <laughs> two, one, <laughs> you didn't even get me anything. for me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I didn't know what to, cause he's like, I, I, I should think of it as like, I just want you to be happy. Yeah. Cause if it was up to Johnny, he'd give me balloons, chocolate and a stuffed bear. Yeah. And I, I don't like any of those. Like, <laughs> so he's probably like, I tried that before. And like, you're like, thanks. <laughs> I don't really eat like that kind of chocolate. And what am I going to do with a balloon? It's going to yeah. deflate, you know, like, I, like, so that I get why he's like, it's better if I just ask you what you want and, and you get to have what you want. So this Christmas, he, he, I, I took advantage of that. I was like, okay, I want, you know, another set of markers. And he's like, cool. Aww. I just want you to be happy. And go ahead That's and buy sweet. it. And yeah. so uh, I have to, again, said the, be like, okay, plan it. Yeah. If he asks you, just do it. Even though it's not your thing. Your thing is right. like gifts, right? Yeah. It's not his thing. It's my thing. Anyway, wow. sorry, I took a ball. Your no, time. no, no, girl. That's that's I didn't have an update. So that like, <laughs> works out great. That works out great. Uh, oh, although I do want to learn how to play Mahjong after reading. Oh, the story about the three women who like culturally appropriated the whole like. To make it I, you know what? I, I saw something that I didn't read it fully. I didn't look into it, but, but I assumed that that's what it was that, you know, they changed the the Mahjong tiles yes, or something. Yes, because they wanted to make it more stylish for their Style oh, that is like, up. Yeah, and they were selling it for four, three hundred bucks, like three, four hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty, but they were trying to make it like American. Oh, but are... there is an American mahjong, but they're like, yeah, you know, to bring to the masses because they didn't fit our style. Okay. So you know, we and but people were just going off on them because it was like just well, taking t- yeah. colonizing our, you know i know it right like not really knowing uh i have a mahjong set the only thing oh. is that yeah i got it for um i got it for my wedding actually because Ooh, nice. that year the year before i was into mahjong and i asked um my cousin to teach to, my cousin my aunt to yeah. teach us but but the only thing is you have to have four people. So there's no, like, I can't make play mahjong. Oh, you have to teach us one day then. Cause you I have told to have, my daughter, you, we have yeah, to like, have you to have play. to get four. And okay. I, I probably even forgot how to play, but you have to have four and no less and no more. So okay. it's like, I have this beautiful mahjong set. That's never, that I think we only used it maybe once. Wow. I don't even know, but yeah. Um, I want. I just I, want that I would, table. Girl. I would love to. I play. want that table. Oh God! Did you see that table? <laughs> yes, I want that, that table. That does it automatically. <laughs> oh my God! When I was into Mahjong and I saw that, I was like, "What?" Because that's the part that you don't like doing. Is just like, yeah. I mean, it's great because then it's like, but um, but yeah, I I think it would be great. Like 
uh, to do a regular mahjong. Like that would be awesome. Thing. I totally want to. Just like the Joy Joy Luck Club. The tourist in me, of course, sees the table and is like, "I want the whole thing." Even oh though my I don't god, that play. would be I awesome! <laughs> Just to see it all mixed up. That's and- right. <laughs> It'll be worth it. Trust me. Cause yeah, that's the part, you know, that'd be great. Cause then you could just let it go oh, and then you go, okay. and get your, go and get cool. your snacks, go and get your snacks and come back. Cool. And it's already done for, for like you. the end of the year for when we get together again, we're going to, we're going to learn Mahjong and we're going to like mm-hmm. get to our roots, get back to our roots. So. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing actually with our theme on weight and health related topics, um, we're going to delve into the different types of eaters, offering insight and tips on how to combat each one. Now, when we try to map out our health's journey, it's easy to overlook habits that have become part of our lifestyle. It's not enough to intensify workouts or research the latest diets. Eating styles can greatly affect our ability to get into shape. Mm-hmm. Health specialists believe the secret to successful weight loss begins with an accurate understanding and acceptance, love that word, of our personal eating habits. From this knowledge, we can come up with a more sustainable plan to get back into shape. Weight loss is not only dependent on what we eat, but why we eat. Mm-hmm. A change in long-term behavior is essential because a successful plan needs consistency. Isn't that true with anything in our lives? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the different types of eaters, and we we may be able to relate to more than one. I know I do. Um, there's the emotional eater. And I know you've talked about this in the past, haven't you, G, about feeling like you. Yeah, are- I, if I feel stressed out about something, yeah. I just want to feel, com- it's mostly when I'm stressed. I just want to feel like a pause button yeah. to separate myself from the stress and I comforting, a comforting, something comforting either uh-huh. to drink or to, to eat. Yeah. That's how I like, I am also emotional. Like I, um, when I'm happy, uh, stressed or yeah, I think it's just happy, stressed and, and something else. I can't remember now at this moment, but depressed. like, <laughs> no, no. When I'm depressed, I can't eat. See, I, yeah. Well, like it's been a while since I've been depressed, but usually, yeah, that's one of the other triggers, but yeah, so stressed or happy, but so emotional eaters, um, that's a person who consumes calories to celebrate when they're happy or they sulk when they're sad. Um, what, how, and when you eat all goes back to how you feel. There's no thinking about how what you're eating will make you feel in the near future, but an emotional eater simply looks to satisfy an emotion with food based on a given moment. You know, boredom is also an emotion. So some people turn to food when there's nothing else to do. That's what it was. Boredom is when I eat. Mm. Food becomes a coping mechanism, even if in reality, food really does nothing to solve your problems, even if it does feel good to indulge after a particularly awful day. So that's the emotional. Um, The habitual eater, now they exercise the same routine and eat the same foods daily. The problem with this type of eater is they can burn out. And when they do, that can lead to lead to binge eating. Although they like routine and structure and they know how to eat right and exercise regularly, habitual eaters are often derailed by time constraints and responsibilities. Um, additionally, these types of people often eat when they're not hungry, simply because they're used to doing it. The problem with habitual eating is that it keeps you from working up a normal appetite and eating on schedule. So that's happened to me. Like, um, 
if I don't have the food that I'm used to eating, mm-hmm. I, I, not that I panic or I start to like, oh, I'm just going to eat something bad, like some shit like bread or something or chocolates, you know, if I'm not prepared, like with my normal everyday fruits or, or whatnot. Yeah. Um, do you, do you identify at all with that, that one? Mm, no, okay. I don't think I'm, right. if anything, I like a lot of variety, but, um, I, I, I do better when it's just the same thing, but yeah, I, too. but I do also crave variety and like, I'm okay with that. Okay. And if you, if you don't have it, you're not going to like go off no. on your thing. Okay. That's <sighs> Let's just switch places. I think you have no, to give, no, no, no. Some of your, you have to give me some of your no, strength. No, I'm telling you, I have no discipline. I am like, you know, it would just be easy to be like, just eat, eat for energy. How they say eat for energy yeah. and second for taste. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, that would be eat for energy, right? Like you just eat the same thing. I know people like that, like at work. Yeah. Like, they're good, you know, like. Yeah. To have the same meal, like at least for breakfast and lunch. But I yeah. just, I don't know. I just, I. I I could see that because then, you know, while you're working, you don't really think about it yeah. eating as much. So you're just eating for energy. You don't have to eat just because. But sometimes like, I'm so stressed out. I can look forward to like eating that leftover or ordering that burrito. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. I can eat the same thing over and over again. But yeah, like after I get tired, I'm like, I'm tired. But that's another type of eater. So the next one is the exter- external eater. External eaters are a marketer's dream. Food advertising, the sight of a birthday cake in the office, and the like serve as external cues that trigger a person to eat. Seeing cupcakes in a display window or appealing restaurant offerings can easily spark your brain into thinking you need to eat, even when you don't. All the external factors that speak to you personally add up to the pressure or desire to overeat. Now that is me, girl. Like, I... Mm. I see an ad on TV. Yeah. I watch Korean dramas. I want oh, yeah. whatever they're eating. You know? yeah. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. Um, there was something that I was watching. I forgot now. And I was just, I was telling Johnny like, oh God, I want that now. Like now I can't stop thinking of like, or I want noodles because I'm seeing someone eating noodles. Yeah. So that's not like my go-to work thing, but because... I it's just the way I don't know when someone's eating like um, it looks so good and the way they're eating it oh and then desserts you see desserts like I I was gonna say that like desserts in a display case like if it's so pretty like you're like oh that looks so good I want to get it 85 degrees danger girl danger (laughs) I just want to buy everything yeah (laughs) Uh, so next is the critical eater critical eaters are on top of every bite they know every diet in the book and they've tried them. This is the mm. all or nothing type of person. A critical eater knows the importance of nutrition, but their dedication to dieting is obsessive. However, a critical eater can also have a hard time sticking to a consistently healthy diet. They're either on the rails or they're off. When on a diet, critical eaters consider themselves good, but when mm-hmm. they're off, they're bad. Mm-hmm. They can easily bounce from eating an entire box of low fat cookies to quick fix diets like juicing. That is me I, to a T. Oh, really? I was like, I know, I know someone who's like that. And the, our, all conversations lead to freaking what they <laughs> ate and how many calories and, and pre-planning and how many, it's like, okay, you don't have wow. to tell me your whole diet plan. Like <laughs> every single time I see you, but it's obsessive, you know, yeah. it is obsessive. And uh, I could see that being very unhealthy as well too. Yeah. Cause it, what you, if you like, 
miss one time or you're bad, like it throws you off mentally. Like you're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to, you know what? I messed up. I'm just going to mess up the whole day. You know, like instead of mm-hmm. getting back up and being like, okay, there's one meal. No, like I'll just, okay. I'm just right. going to eat everything I want then. Cause right. fuck it, fuck it, you know? Um, so then there's the central eater. If you're someone who truly appreciates food and enjoys every last bite, you can put yourself into the sensual eater category. You're not one to rush through a meal. Why should you? You prefer to relish in the deliciousness and exploration of new food than abide by the restriction of a picky eater. You'll try anything once and you likely have a few extra pounds to carry around because you find more pleasure in eating than you do in responsible food-related decision-making. What do you feel about that one? I would say, um, I would say like a being a, like if you're a foodie, that would be mm-hmm. your, your yes. type of eater. Um, I would say that I would, I could see myself more of essentially an eater when it has to do with nostalgia. So okay. like if I'm like, say for example, malasadas, I don't have it every day. Not a good thing to eat. <laughs> but yeah. when it's in your face and it's like freshly made malasadas. Yeah. Like, which is basically like a fried donut. And it's like, like <laughs> a donut hole, <laughs> a don- the donut hole uh, with, with sugar. And it's it's like a it's a nostalgic thing for me. It's a comforting yeah. thing for me. Um, I wouldn't be able to just eat one. Yeah. And the caveat with that is you have to eat it when it's fresh. You cannot. Yes, you can't. And- not next day. Don't reheat <laughs> no, it. Next no, day, you no, gotta, no, you no. You just moment. wasted your money. <laughs> so if you bought 10, you best believe be better be five. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I get I, I think of that as more like nostalgic eating. Like I yeah. always, like, like emotional eating. That's a bit emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like, I remember this one time and uh, me and my cousin, we we had went, went to a club uh, with her friends and we're like oh um let's go to tommy's because they had a tommy's oh, nearby tommy's. and so we had we had the tommy's and so i remember there's a there's kind of an argument on the table because her <laughs> friend is a vegan and she's like <laughs> as we're eating our chili cheese fries she's just like you know i don't eat meat because if you had seen those big brown eyes <laughs> of a cow had big brown eyes of a cow like you wouldn't be eating that and like my cousin was just she yelled like she didn't yell at her but she was like you know what this is a memory and she totally went she's this is a childhood memory that me and my cousin have her 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 dad my dad um um brought us to tommy's you know for special you know like hey you guys want to go out and eat and it's a special thing if we're going to go to Tommy's and sit there. And yes. Eat. So it was like a bonding moment for all of us. So every time we have it, it's like we have good memories attached yes. to having Tommy's. So it was like, it probably didn't phase still the vegan. Yeah. But <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care. The big that, brown that, eyes. That was the funny about She was trying to convince <laughs> us with the big brown eyes. We're like, as we're eating the meat. And um, yeah, so we're like, that was funny how she was trying to convince us like, oh, my God, the big brown eyes like, but yeah, see, I thought that central like I would be a central eater. And in a way, I am. I would think you are because you you appreciate the taste of food. But see, this like you said, it's so like it's so like like it's your heightens your senses like you're just does. But I don't savor it. That's where the issue is. Like central people can take it slow. Not me. Like I love I love it so much that I'm like. 
get in my belly, you know, Inhale as fast it. as I can. Yes. Yeah. And so I can't really then categorize myself as central. It's partial. Either. Yeah. Partial. I, I yeah. Partial. I do love food. I love the smell. I love the, it's the experience. Yeah. You know, but it's the experience. I just, I have an unhealthy love though. So that's the process. So a bit I'm a central eater, but I think I have a, I have an unhealthy relationship with food. So yeah. that's why I can't take my time with it. I just want to like mm-hmm. ravage the thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so the last one is the energy eater. Um, and you'd probably think that this one has a great deal to do with those looking for a quick energy fix. And you'd be right. Energy eaters focus on healthy, on-the-go snacks, but to the extreme, often eating too many of them. While eating healthy snacks is great, relying too heavily on it can be counterproductive for your overall health goals. While it's important to listen to your hunger and eat fast-acting carbohydrates like bread, crackers, and granola bars when you need to, you could be consuming more calories than your body requires, while also increasing your insulin production. Ultimately, this can cause more hunger. Now, this definitely is not me, but I think this is my husband. That's my husband too. Yeah. I see snacks everywhere. Yeah, like the healthy cookies, the protein cookies. I'm like, you you can only eat maybe (laughs) one of those, not five. Yeah, I tell tell John, like, uh, there's a serving. Like, now he's so cute. He's like, he had a whole Oreo, like, yesterday. He's like, I'm only going to have two Oreo cookies. And I said, "Why, why are you saying that? Because it says here on the on the, the packaging. And I was like, why is he talking uh-huh. about serving size right now? Which I thought it was funny, but I didn't want to explain to him like yeah. this is the serving size of the calorie per the calories that it but I didn't want to go that. I was like, Yeah, you should only have two. <laughs> How do you only have two? I <laughs> but I was like that he's being conscientious. I was like, Wow. I'm not gonna go in my whole like education of the whole but at least he read the package. He's like, like it says that I can only have two. And I'm like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I've never been a grazer or snacker. I just I, I I like to have big meals. I like to power through, like, especially if I'm working or if I'm doing an art thing, I don't think about eating. Yeah. You know? Um, so uh, yeah, I'm like a two two meal person, you know? Yeah. And it's it's probably well, like by that time two. you're like ravenous yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Um, but uh I think yeah, if your energy eater it could be a good thing or a bad thing like energy eaters yeah. i see like you know i mean they said that it's good to keep your your blood uh sugar stabilized so you're eating every two to three uh, hours like grazing but it's what you graze with you can't be grazing with cookies or grazing with chips and popcorn like i guess you can do popcorn but like yeah. to me it's just not it's not it's not it's not um appealing to me because i'm like yeah. i just don't want to be just I think to me it would be a bad habit for me because I couldn't mm-hmm. regulate what I'm putting like I couldn't regulate like oh no you can't eat too much of this too much of that like but if you're eating grapes and like nuts like fruits and so yeah yeah you could vegetables. you could be an energy eater and be fine with that but you would have to like to eat that stuff too yeah true right so how many did you identify with how many did you um I would say I'm emotional okay and sometimes external. Oh, okay. Just those two? Yeah. Because <sighs> habitual, was- it, it has to do with like wanting the same thing over and over again. I yeah. don't do that. Critical, um, no, not that because it reminds me of somebody that I don't <laughs> like. Sensual, um, 
when it comes to certain things, I've become more pickier as I'm getting older. Like I just mm. don't I don't want to like risk my taste buds anymore. I don't know what wow. this is a new thing. Cause Johnny's like, wow, you're so picky. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know where it comes from. Like, I don't want to like risk not. So I'll eat the same thing sometimes. Like when we go to McDonald's, like, yeah, like you know what your thing is. You know what you like. I know what my thing you is, know, but I yeah. will still go throughout the whole menu. Like I'll read everything. <laughs> he's like, you know, it's McDonald's, right? Like they haven't changed the menu. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, I never, you never know. I might just want to eat something else. And he's like, you never eat this. <laughs> so it's like, that's shit. I only have like two go-tos and he knows exactly like, because now I'm like, I don't want to spend my money and then like, not like what I'm eating. Cause now you just That's waste. True. I don't know. I think you just wasted. It's money. disappointing too. You get pissed. You waste money like, and you wasted oh. all the calories. Say for example, it's like something really yeah. like a high cal- caloric. And it's like, I just wasted all that. It has to be worth it to me. So that's, I would true. say two. That I would say two. True. All right. So of course, no surprise for me. It's, mm-hmm. it's external. Mm-hmm. emotional, only happy, stressed, bored, habitual, at times critical, and sometimes sensual. So okay. some of the, yeah, some of the tips now, we'll see if you do some of the tips that okay. they suggest to help. Because I'm like, of course she does. Of course, because she is the master of what? her, of her <laughs> no. ship, of her destiny. She knows. <laughs> ah, I love it. Okay. So emotional. You keep a food journal, list what you eat and how you were feeling when you ate it. This way, you'll be able to identify what feelings trigger you to eat and which you need to actually be dealing with. So instead of just eating your feelings, and once you realize why you eat in a particular way, you can take control of it. Second one is learn to understand your emotional reactions and respond to them without food. This could involve developing mindfulness skills to help you to sit with the feeling or learning to have feelings without becoming overwhelmed by them. You might find therapy helpful also in giving you the skills. So does that. Yeah, I do all of that. Really? I I told you. I I win. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And in fact, my new bullet journal, I have like little like I don't like trackers like, you know, Bujo people are crazy sometimes. But I do have I did do this tracker stamp like. And um, the thing is with tracking my meals um, by just just putting just running them down every single day, even if it's um, not healthy and even if I overate something, it's just that mindfulness. And then I have this um, I have a gratitude journal um, and I or gratitude list. I should say not a journal. It's all in this bujo. And like and I also have a word of the day. <laughs> OK, well, this is really obsessive now. <laughs> word of the day like a like something that encompasses my day but I also have a um a year of pixels which basically means that like I write I color in like a square uh, to show my my mood so I can see patterns um so I've been I've been in good you know good spirits so I haven't been you know binging or overeating yeah but uh yeah the 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 journaling the writing down um, really helps with that for sure. See, you're so used to journaling, like because I like all because yeah, you do that. I write things down. Yeah, yeah. Normally, so I'm. It's funny you would think I would do, be the one to do that too, but no. Like I struggle with that, like writing stuff, writing that stuff down because I love like 
it's an emote like it's it, like Christmas. I had a really hard time because Christmas, I'm happy, I'm excited. So, like, I just want to celebrate with my favorite foods and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, and I don't take if I took the time to write down why I was eating. But remember, Christmas is one day. Christmas, it's a week, girl. It wasn't a day. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you think about Christmas is one day, because I was like, like I was like, I was like. I can eat whatever I want at any day, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. But if you think like Christmas is like one day, if that, okay. Like yeah. some people think, okay, Thanksgiving is one meal. Right. Um, but say it's one day that you allow yourself because you are allowed to be happy and yeah. be nostalgic and enjoy your food. Like, like that's allowed. And um, so, so I think that's okay to think that way, but Christmas is not every day and Christmas is like you can still enjoy your life even when it's not Christmas. So that's what I like about the journal, like the one word. So like I have gone to like writing journaling like all my whole life, except for now now that I'm at this age, I just do one word now or a bullet like, um, you know, I had a lot of pain in my mouth, so I didn't eat a lot. Like I was just like I was just thinking about your daughter. I was like because uh, she had mouth surgery. So like, yeah. I was just like, I don't want to eat. Like, I was like, I needed like a protein shakes and soup all day, yeah. like, or soft baby food. And so um, the good thing is I freaking lost pounds off of that. But, yeah. um, but it did teach me to like really think because I only wanted to eat if I was hungry because it was so painful to eat. Yeah. So now I'm kind of scared that now that I've gotten a little bit more use out of my mouth and less pain, I'm like, okay, now I hope I don't go to old ways. So yeah, journaling it is definitely gonna, gonna keep me on it. Okay. So journaling, I, then I, I should definitely make it easy for yourself and not hard. Like just like a couple words, like you said, boom, boom, like that's it. Boom. Like, okay. I'm going to try to like, I had, you know, something good that happened or something Okay, you know, like the trigger. Like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna try it and then I'm gonna let you know. Let me know. Okay, so the next one is habitual. Now, this type of eater should get out of their comfort zone by finding variations of their favorite recipes and by improving and varying their diet little by little to make sure their diet meets all of their body's nutritional needs. Being organized is key. Pack your own meals, prioritize meal times. Or make a food schedule and try to stick to it as best you can. If you mess up, don't sweat it. If you get right back on track, you'll see that you're still making progress. Now, mm. for me, I can eat the same foods, foods right for a long period of time. Um, and I generally have go-tos. But like again, like I said, if I let myself run out of it, you know, I'm, I'll just it's start like to are off the rails. Yes, yes. It's like, oh my gosh. I, I uh, bread, cookies, you know, whatever else is in there, Nutella. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also trying to eat different things. So I'm also learning to, if I want something sweet, I'm going to bake it. Me and me and my husband bake it. Yeah. Because you eat it. less of it. Right. Yes. Remember we talked about uh, it. Yes. That's true. Like I made, I made, um, this oh, taco how did that go? Yes. How, oh my how God. This taco soup. Oh God. It was so freaking good in Instapot. <sighs> I, w- I am definitely going to make it again. Mm-hmm. And um, it was more like it tasted to me like chili because there was a bunch of beans and it was like ground yeah. beef. But uh, that we had at least three days of like three days of meals out of that one recipe. Yeah. And you eat until you're satisfied because you're like, oh, I can have more tomorrow or, yeah, you know. Um, so we've been, you know, doing that 
we did that um, last three days yeah. and it's made a difference um, in terms of like how much you eat and how much you spend on and food. how much you spend. Yeah. And wow. so I, I have to improve on that. But now I think the more I see the benefits, like, um, but to this day, I cannot eat certain types of bacon. It's weird um, huh. for this whole week because Johnny he thought it would be interesting for us to eat eggs and bacon like every day <laughs> as a keto thing. Yeah. And I yeah. kid you not now, I, just the taste of bacon, like it, I, I want to puke. Cause I'm like, oh, and I love bacon. Right. Yeah. But I, I swear, I'm like, I don't think he's cause the way you made it, it's like, I am like scarred for life with bacon and like, yeah. So that's why I feel like I'm not a habitual eater because it's like yeah. I get sick of things very easily. Like I'm like, oh, I had that two days in a row. And I'm like, <laughs> like we eat oatmeal like and it was good for the. Yeah. But then when he's like, OK, so we're going to eat oatmeal for lunch. I'm like, no, what? <laughs> like, no, I ate that for breakfast. Damn it. <laughs> I get upset. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Make me eat oatmeal. <laughs> I feel you, girl. I feel you. Okay, so the next one is external, which is us, right? So create a distraction to interrupt yourself and allow the craving to pass. Repeat your goals to yourself while you're stop uh, while you're shopping to help keep your mind focused. Avoid areas with limitless food, and if you can't, then focus hard on portions. Don't bring the treats that make you binge into your home. You can't eat what's not there truth yeah. mindfully pause before you eat and ask yourself am i eating because i'm hungry or because i just feel like it the more often you pause and the longer you pause the more opportunity you have to do something differently now again i gotta tell you my story mm-hmm. during the christmas holiday i went to a filipino market because i had to buy my new year fruits okay mm-hmm. now inside this filipino market there was a bakery and you know i oh my god it had all my favorite yes the sweets empanadas girl so okay so you had some though right no no girl no yeah i see because i was like i can have one okay i should have bought one but you you can't buy bread just one they sell it in a whole bag right so i got fresh bread and then okay you have to buy five empanadas because that's the okay five empanadas. then there was like that bread with that butter sugar and some and samata that's my favorite okay. yeah so there was a whole round tin okay gotta buy that and yes okay now oh, you went there girl you I went, went there, there. you went the like, whole hog oh, you, know me. you know me girl Come on. do i ever do what they have so no you don't the good thing is i did share half of my okay. stuff with okay the kids and okay. their dad okay okay still okay i didn't need the six or whatever that I was left over. <laughs> now, did I eat it? Yes. And the, but the problem was it triggered an uptick in my whole bulimia. It yeah. Episode. Cause I was so just going to think of, I was just thinking of the, the trigger because then, okay. Yes. It, you enjoyed it for that time. And then it's like, uh, why like the guilt and the shame yes, of like, and the, the fullness. Now the I need to, now I need to correct this. I need yeah. to correct it. Yeah. It was bad. It. Like gotcha. I, I wanted the bread so much. I was just making myself vomit so I could eat more, you know? Yeah, I was like, so no. I just, that's the thing. Like I have to learn to be more mindful. Like I can have one bread. I can have one. Or maybe My thing two. is, is if I buy the whole, that's why I, Johnny's a donut king. Um, and so <laughs> I'm like, I just want one donut. Like, 
because again, it doesn't taste good the next day, but like, but you know, it's, it's a better value if you buy a half a dozen or a dozen, but there's only the two of us, you know? So it's like, um, that so you feel like you have to eat it because it's going to get bad right? and like it's there yeah and it's there and so yeah i get it cuz it's like uh yeah like it's it's hard for you to and you meaning me it would be hard for me to to not eat it all mm-hmm. you know and to be like okay let me just like if i have 6 like pondesols like <laughs> i'm only going to eat one per day it's like yeah, that's right, not right. going to happen <laughs> Exactly. Oh, at the end of the day, you can't have it around you. Like you I can't. can't. Have, you can't have the crack around you, dude. You can't have the crack around you. Don't and bring crack. Like, in the, don't bring crack in the house. It was holiday, so that's what I've learned. I've learned that I cannot. Like I'm good during the week because I don't have shit in my house, you know. But yeah, it was me a weak too. moment. It was a hap, and instead of like censoring myself, I went whole hog and. So I just have to be more mindful. I have yeah, to be more mindful, enjoy it. And then what I do, I, I, when I was thinking about the external, like sometimes like late at night, if I eat, if I eat, like we eat really early, like six o'clock, five 30. So about 12 minutes, if I'm not sleeping, my stomach starts to growl. Yeah. And so like, uh, I wait, I've been doing this thing like, okay, if I'm still hungry at 20 minutes, I'll eat something. Oh wow. So like you just delay it or, you know, um, or like they said, disrupt, like, like kind of distract yourself. Like, yeah, ooh, whatever, pretty things shining over there. I don't know. That's what my therapist says too. Like just do other things. Like, do other things. Your life outside of food, you know, like, yeah. Um, you know what? I'm just going to fire all my therapists. I'm just going to hire you. <laughs> I'm just going to talk, just going to talk to you. Forget the books. You know what? You can, you, <laughs> you're going to do my plan for me. You, this is you. Like you, I must've gone no, no, to your no, journal because no, 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 this no, is no, all no. your shit right here. No, no, no. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> okay. So critical, critical eaters have to ease up on rigid food rules. Don't concentrate so much on the bad foods you shouldn't be eating. Mm-hmm. Instead, switch your focus to consuming foods with enough nutritional value like fruits and veggies. Don't beat yourself up. If you slip up, restart your day at any time rather than wasting the rest of it wallowing in a defeatist attitude. Remember that everybody messes up. So don't let one cheat day spiral out of control. Yeah. Like he's, like I, we talked about, like yeah. it's hard not to beat myself up, you know, like, uh, yeah, this is says. this is up the alley of perfectionism for sure. You know, all or nothing yeah. kind of thinking um, and um, bad versus good. Like, you yeah. know, this is bad food. This is good food or I'm being bad or I was really good. Yeah. Yes. It's it's rough. Like and I have to remember, like, OK, you messed up just the next day. You can make up for it like yesterday. Or the next I, meal. Yeah. The next meal. Like mm-hmm. yesterday I ate. A little bit crappy, but it's fine. I still stayed within my thing. But today I'm fasting till like the afternoon or probably mm-hmm. going to eat fruits and vegetables. Because this is what I have to tell myself so that I don't feel like Balance. Fuck it, I fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, whew, telling you. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to read your, you're going to write, you're going to put me on a program, G. I'm going <laughs> to make you do a program just for me. Be the Jade the, Project. That's right. <laughs> We're on the home stretch. Okay. So sensual eaters. Mm-hmm. Don't deny yourself a particular item when dining out, but be mindful of your portions. Share a dessert with your friend or split a meal. 
eat slowly as it takes your brain at least 20 minutes to signal that your stomach is full. Appreciating food doesn't have to be a weakness. Instead, you can learn to channel your appreciation into mindful eating. Appreciate every bite, but be conscious about the portion size. Yes. Now, portion control and mindful are essential, but that's, of course, easier said than done. I mean, I'm definitely better at it, but I'm far from perfecting it because when mm-hmm. I love the taste of something, hard to stop. Yeah, you have to savor every bite for sure. I mean, do you do that? Like, it, like being like, do you, can you just be like, oh, this is good and then stop eating it after you're the one? I think it just depends. It just depends what it is, how I'm feeling, where my mindset okay. is. Um, but most of the time lately, because I've been pretty... With the combination of like not being able to eat, but also um, being happy, quote unquote, yeah. pretty happy. Um, I've been able to stop myself, especially when I eat at home. I just don't feel like I need to overeat at home. But um, yeah. but yeah, when it, you know, I love eating at restaurants. Um, but sometimes like, I don't know, like I've been um doing a little bit more of that. Like yesterday I was eating the taco soup that I was talking about, which is so good. And then all of a sudden, like I had a bite and I wasn't enjoying it as much as the first bite. Uh, And then I stopped and I pushed it away because I was like, I think I'm getting full. Yeah. So it's just something that you have to practice. I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not perfect at it, but, um, but I think, you know, I think of those people, those chefs, you know, um, I'm like, they taste all this food. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen t- Top Chef and you see Pad, Pad, I want to say Pad. Padme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, she's so damn skinny. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like she eats all this food, <laughs> but they have one bite and then they yeah. analyze that bite. You know what I mean? Because they're like, there's 12 chefs and you have to eat every single food. Yeah. And it's like. You know, um, I know Giada, uh, forgot her last, Laurentis, Giada Laurentis. Um, uh, they just, she just, uh, she does taste her food, but they've revealed that, you know, there's just like a spit bucket. Oh, like yes, so I've heard skinny. about that. Yeah, heard about that in shows. Like they have because a spit they, bucket. Because they have to yeah. like film, but it's yeah. so convincing when they're like, oh, it's so good. And the crunchiness and the saltiness <laughs> and the, 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 you know, the acid, you know, it's like, but they're like spitting it out like they're they're eating one bite or, you know, they're not eating yeah. the whole dang thing when they have like three recipes that they're filming. So I thought that was interesting that how certain chefs that are skinny, how do they how do they eat? You know, that's yeah. why I only, that's why I only I only trust chunky chefs because they're really actually <laughs> eating good food, eating the food, <laughs> eating the food. <laughs> I'm like, they're chubby. They must they must be a good cook because they're eating their shit. <laughs> You know, you you sound like you're like an intuitive, mindful eater, which is great. Like you've made yourself sort of that way because that is where I hopefully want to be where I don't have to count or like I could just eat something and enjoy it and then be done with it. Like, but I think obviously I think because I'm in a good place. uh, And who knows when you're when I'm in a stressful place, going back to work, I've been on vacation Mm -hmm. for three weeks, like. I have to because I've been tracking my mood. I've been mm-hmm. pretty on a roll other than the fact of like just sometimes hating my life because I yeah. like my mouth hurts. But other than the fact of that, everything has been good. Now, when things don't go, go uh, don't go 
my way. Who knows what's going to like I have who yeah. knows if that's going to be in play. But my expectation of myself is I'm not supposed to be perfect and I'm not going to do everything perfect. And there's going to be times that I overeat on this one thing or if I don't make yeah. a good choice. But again, I've been in the habitual uh, thing of just writing it down no matter what. Yeah. So, um, so, um, you know, I've been, I've been, um, doing WW for more than a year now. And mm-hmm. so, uh, we, and I find that I do better e- when I track it, like, yes. And I don't even pre-track it. Like they, they suggest yeah. pre-tracking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to eat. So, yeah. and it doesn't matter at that point because I'm hungry, but, um, just knowing that I have to track it and think about it for just a second and how yeah. my day was, I think it has been helping. But like I said, how, I don't know how it's going to be when I start work. I've been really good about yeah. it when I been on vacation where you, that's, you don't have anything else to think about. Well, but I think your word a balance. growth is going to come in. I think yeah. you, that's when you're growing will happen. When yeah, that I definitely think that. I definitely think that's that. exciting. Okay. So the last one energy uh, this is not me, but for people out there who are energy eaters, if craving strike only occasionally eat a small portion of the real thing to satisfy your hunger. If you typically experience more frequent cravings though you could benefit from changing your eating habits spread out your eating into three meals with like vegetables and fruit snacks as needed portions are an essential thing of which to be mindful especially when you're snacking a lot more specifically track exactly what you're eating throughout the day to be sure that you're balancing your caloric intake with how much you're burning. Thank goodness, it's one less thing for me to work on. But <laughs> what one less. I I one five other ones. <laughs> but I find that all of them seem to kind of uh, have that mindful yeah. portion mindfulness going on, you know? Why can't I just master that? It's dude? mindfulness and also <sighs> like preparedness too. Like, yes, you know, preparing yourself, um, preparing yourself like, oh, I'm going this for the week during the week. I need to prepare what I think I'm going to eat. And then if I have an event that I'm going to, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to, how am I going to deal with that? Like, yeah. Um, Cause yeah, if you have a smorgasbord of a buffet of like stuff, yeah, like how do you not pile it on, pile your plate on with every one of single each, thing? One of each. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm coming back for the, I'm coming back for the <laughs> other half of the table <laughs> with you know, my other and, plate. <laughs> and that, in that case, though, like I've learned now, although I there's certain foods that I will overeat, like yeah, potato, potato salad, I could eat all night, but um. But like, I only pick the ones that I know that I'm going to love eating. So yeah. I don't, I don't, if I'm like, that's going to be good, but not, I'm not going to love it. Yeah. I kind of pass it. And I just, I only get like a scoop of things that I really, really like. And then, then I'll go back, you know, that's smart because I want to put everything like, oh, I want to taste this and I want to taste this. I think it's part of this. like my whole thing. Like, I don't like things touching. Like, I don't like oh. different foods touching. So like I will go and get a clean plate like so uh, I don't know about everybody else's fart parties, but at some of the parties that I go to and my family parties, it's like a smorgasbord. Like, yes, there's like Mexican food. There's Chinese food. There's Italian food. Japanese food. Yeah, Japanese food. There's rice. There's It's like I can't I can't do it all. Like they don't all go together, you know. So if if I go, yeah, if I go, I'm like, okay, I'm only going to put like Hawaiian food 
and maybe Japanese food together because they yeah. go together. Like, but I will never put like chow mein and like lasagna together. I can't. I yeah. just like they that's when I don't want cultures to mix. I don't want cultures to mix that way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Segregation. Segregation. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm totally living it, but yeah, I mean, any lifestyle change, you know, I got to give myself time and give ourselves time. Yeah, um, it's not easy getting to a pattern, but you know, uh, if we know where to start, you know, we can learn to be consistent and discipline. Yeah, ourselves try one thing. Try one so thing. I'm gonna work on like definitely trying to just be concise and mindfulness is a hard part, but. Um, writing, I should write down what I feel when I'm eating. Cause I I'm supposed to be journaling with my therapy, but sometimes yes, I, you know, I, I you, go and I talk so long. It's like, I don't want to write down my feelings. Oh God. That's why I said bullet points, okay, bullet points. Bullet points. I, like, I sometimes I don't want to write it out either. Yeah. Cause I'm just, my hand's tired. I was just like, <clears throat> I'll just put bullet points and, and, and just what I, and I know what it was, yeah. you know? Like I could just be like, I don't know, lost my keys. I know what yeah. that whole ordeal was about. I don't need to relive it and rewrite it. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. You know what? I'm gonna try that short this week form. They call it I'm short gonna form. You, I'm gonna tell you how it is when we see each other again. Yeah, no, I, I definitely do it in my my bullet journal. Like I just you know, when you have your things to do list, you have uh, whatever your appointments you have. And then on the little corner, just be like bullet point, like whatever. And then okay. um, and then if you can, you know, have a gratitude list of one thing a day. But um, but yeah, shorter, the better. I just have it in my bullet okay. journal. I love it. What type of eater did you identify with? Have you attempted any of the suggestions discussed? What has been your experience? Do you have additional tips that may benefit us or other listeners with regard to eating style? Please share our podcast with at least one friend that would like our episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment on our social media pages like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for The Coconut Connection. Our handles are in the show's notes. You can also email us at coconutconnection, the number two, at gmail.com. Yeah, so, you know, please keep an ear out for the fifth and final installment in the series, Millionth Journey to a Healthier Me, awesome. where we, yeah, or we discuss mm-hmm. my current state and what I've done to keep myself mostly on course. Can't believe yeah. it's like the end. Can't believe all this, all this, it's it's come to an end and, and, uh, and you're going to continue, you're continuing on your journey. You're continuing I am. your journey. It's, and it's you're, not over. Yeah, your theme word is health. So we're definitely going to be checking out um, how you're doing on your theme word. And then our next next episode will be on the film club. Next installment of the film club. We're going to watch The Farewell, which I'm excited. Me too. I've never seen it because I was like, uh, I wanted to watch it. But then there was something that like stop me about it mm-hmm. i don't know what it was but then mm-hmm. i'm glad that i'm gonna have to watch it now because i'm like all right now there's there's a reason i have to watch it's making me watch it so i'm excited that's awesome i can't wait for our discussion on that um just as a reminder if you uh would like to enter into our giveaway of something small and something from us please um 
uh, email us or make a comment on any of our posts uh, about what your theme word is and why. We would love to hear from you. All right. Bye. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast, The Coconut Connection. I'm Jade. And I'm G. Until next time, try smize. No stink eye. Stay woke, not broke. Peace.